Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. We're converting people one stomach at a time to what fresh food can taste like. You use whatever you can use and you respect every bit of it. You know, if it's in season, you use it. We need to study and we need to read and we need to know about our region and what it's doing before we can start putting things on dishes. G'day and welcome to the Quicksand Food Connection. Today I speak with Lauren and Craig from the Exeter General Store Cafe. These two are a fantastic couple. They've been running the Exeter General Store for a while now and they've turned it into a lovely hub of the Exeter community down there. They do fantastic food, making it all from scratch. It's a post office. They sell small little trinkets and items, kitchenware, and they also sell lots of local produce. They also make a lot of their own produce, which is available on the shelves there. And they were generous enough to contribute a couple of their fantastic recipes to the Southern Highlands Cookbook. They're great people. I really enjoyed getting to know them, and I hope you like this chat with Lauren and Craig from the Exeter General Store. Thanks for being a part of our book, guys. Thanks. It's great to have Not you at involved. All. Great to be involved. Thanks yeah. for asking us. Um, I mean, it's a rainy Thursday morning in Exeter, and it's busy out there, and it looks like it's a um, definitely a place where people just come to meet and relax and have a coffee and have something like to eat. Um, is that the environment? Obviously, that's the environment you guys are going for, yeah? Yeah, I think, um, you know, it's really something that's evolved as the hub in in the village. And um, I think because we've got all those little elements to it, so you've got the, the post office and everyone comes and gets their mail and they catch up with their friends. And, um, you know, I, I think also, you know, we've got the, the, the food store side to it as well. And just... We, I think it's just a pleasant environment. Yeah, we just we we've got really good staff, like really good, friendly, just That's genuinely great. friendly people, and it's just we we hope that it's just a relaxed, friendly place. And yeah. I think um, you know you have consistent service, good product, relaxed, friendly place. Mm-hmm. You said yeah. yeah, and you get lots of you know groups coming in to to meet and catch up and. We've got lots of the locals come in every morning and have their morning coffee and have their little catch up and then yeah. off go off and do whatever they have to do during the day. So it's really, it's really nice actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a community. Yeah, definitely. And yeah. yeah, a part of that is you guys having retail, you know, not just produce and the stuff, but supporting local, you know, local designers and things and all sorts of 
kitchenware and things on the shelves as well. Um, but the local produce side, like I just was having a bit of a look out there at some of the stuff you've got on the shelves. It's obviously important to you guys to support, you know, the people around the region doing stuff with food. Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I think um, the Southern Highlands are still somewhat young in um, in that sort of agricultural production. Um, so. Uh, we've tried different things over the years. hasn't always hasn't always worked. But really, what we try to do is where someone um, has a, a product that they're trying to to scale up or they're they're trying to experiment with, then we'll um, we'll look at taking it on and giving it a run. Um, and some of those uh, some of those sort of peter out a bit. And um, but some that we've been selling here now for eight, eight years. years. So yeah. um, you know over time we're hoping that um the sort of agritourism grows in the highlands and we can keep having more and more of those sort of products yeah that's great and i mean you know in completing this project i've met so many great producers and it does seem like that sort of thing's growing and people yeah. have a real enthusiasm for it and they love the highlands and they love where they're yeah. from and the opportunities well, that they have to work a, together it's a perfect environment for it really we've got high rainfall and you know good soil and so it's, it's, yeah, it's perfect. And distinct seasons. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Which yeah. is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's what, you know one of the things that perhaps um, our region hasn't done the greatest that is, is marketing ourselves mm -hmm. in the past. Um, it's been a very traditional sort of almost purely Scottish come for the day type uh, tourism. And I think we're now starting to... <coughs> to have a more sophisticated offering yeah. um, and, and, and I think tapping into the Sydney market. Which yeah, is and I think we're starting to see that in terms of the um, customers that we see coming into the store as well. Yeah. I think that's starting to change with, you know, even just the um, moving from a, an older demographic to a much younger demographic and those people tend to be seeking that sort of thing more. Mm. So, you know, I know we certainly do when we go elsewhere yeah and so. I mean from my experience there's you, you do have to you, have, you do have to seek it out as you say you know it's hard to find a hub where you can discover exactly what there is in agritourism and, and you know restaurants and things like that in the Southern Highlands but for example you can go berry picking at Montrose there's plenty of wineries and stuff that have great cellar doors and yeah um, even the uh, Ali and Paul, the two country cooks who mm. run sort of tours where you can forage for mushrooms or mm. something like that. So, yeah. yeah, as you say, people have a growing enthusiasm for it and yeah. um, people, you know, that younger generation definitely has a great interest yeah. in it. Yeah. From some of the chefs and the young, um, the young apprentices and stuff that I've met around the Highlands, they're so involved and yeah. so passionate about it. And I guess the size of the region makes it so... You know, you guys down south here in Exeter can still connect to people up in Mittagong and, and, and further north. It's it's that right size and there's a right sort of level of community mm. where the whole region connects as one rather than it being a bit sort of um, sep separated or whatever. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. Um, so do you want to just, talking about local produce, what are some of the things that you stock for retail from around the, from around the area? So we have things like uh, we sell the Montrose jams and vinegars. Um, we've got a couple of different local honeys, so some from Bundanoon, um, some from uh, in a barrel. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, all sorts of olive, olive oils. oils from, uh, for example, Sutton Forest olives. Yep, we've got I all was the, out there the other day with Kim. Yeah, the yeah. Morphe's uh, condiments and jams and um, sauces and 
Uh, yeah. We make a lot of our st- stuff here as well. Yeah, what sort of stuff? Um, I saw some pickles and things out there. Yeah, yeah. so things like pickles and tomato relish, yeah. um, you know, uh, toasted mueslis. So things that aren't, they're not particularly complex um, products, mm. but they're things that really have come out of us having them on the menu. Yeah. And then people saying, oh, can I buy, buy a jar of that? Yeah, and so um, really we're, we're, we're just trying to keep a, a small range of, of some of those items. We're not looking to, to build 20 different, uh, 20 different lines yeah. um, there, but uh, we just think, you know, it's, it's part, of, part of that whole uh, offer that we have. So um, yeah, I mean, hopefully uh, over time we can just have more um, more local producers. Mm. Um, yeah, products. and I'm, I'm hoping to now that our youngest is off to school this year that I'll get in and do a little bit more of that as well. So yeah. you might see a few more products. Yeah, cool. Hit the shelves. Yeah, nice. <laughs> and I think you know having that. Um, extra element of the business where you're producing your own preserves or yeah. you know mueslis or anything um it sort of it sort of extends your business out in in that if someone goes over to someone's house for breakfast then they've got some muesli there or they have some tomato relish on their dinner at a dinner party and they say oh this is from the exeter general store it starts a conversation about yeah. about it and mm. and you know whether whether they be tourists or locals it, it sort of reinforces what you guys are about here yeah. you know and and as you say they're not too complex they're simple and yeah. You know, you're just getting them right, and yeah. you know, I know I'm a sucker for a good tomato relish. Like as yeah. soon as I run out, I look for the you know closest one you can find, yeah. and they're great. Yeah. And everyone's got their own way of doing things, so yeah, yeah it's really yeah. nice. I think yeah. I think that's our philosophy for our menu as well, though. Yeah. You know, to keep it simple. Yep. But but good. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to tell us a bit more about the menu then? So what like what sort of things do you specialize in? I guess as you say, simple. You're a yeah. country general store and a cafe and. I assume, you know, at a starting point, you, you, you want people to be able to come in here every day, yeah. you know. We try to make as much from scratch as we can. So yeah. we do, we're really well known for our pies and our quiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we do try and change our menu seasonally. So, um, you know, we have a summer, winter and a, a summer and a winter menu. Um, and that's just to take advantage of, of different produce that's available during the year and of course you know i just it's nice to have a changing menu Definitely. you keep your staples there obviously but otherwise people get bored yeah um, and it keeps you you know engaged in what you do as well yeah. you know it, it stuff goes flat if you if you just let yeah. it let it sit there how it is obviously Absolutely. yeah as you say you want yeah. your your staples and the things that are big sellers like you're not going to take a really solid item off the menu because it's not seasonal yeah. but um it just makes sense. Yeah. You know, the produce is in its prime in the season. Yeah, and absolutely. You want to make the best of it. And people want to eat different things in different seasons as well. You don't want necessarily, you know, yeah. you soups and all that sort of thing. When, exactly, when it's stinking hot outside. So, you know, that's when we do more salads and lighter menu items. I think we've got on this menu, we've got a... Um, we actually went away from tradition and we took off our ploughman's... Okay. Platter. So we usually put a ploughman's platter. platter on for our <laughs> summer menu, but we've actually done a um, something a bit different this time, and, and we've done a, um, a like a mezza board. Mm-hmm. Um, so with zucchini fritters and vegetables and halloumi, and yep. so that was a bit of a, a tough decision because there's a few people who like our ploughmans, but you know. 
I think sometimes you've got to mm. just well, be a bit different. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think, um, you know, what, yeah, like Lauren's saying, what we're about is, is it, it is a fairly um, simple menu, but fresh ingredients, um, freshly prepared, doing as much in store as we can. Yeah. Um, and really, yeah, we, we, all of those, um, all of those staples. We're not trying to have a very complex menu. We're mm. not trying to be a full-blown restaurant. Um, the whole concept of this place is that it is this hub, and it's a hub where people feel comfortable. And um, so, having a, you know a very casual but friendly um, environment with just consistent, um, consistent food, sort of where we're mm. where we're pitched. Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, it follows the tradition of a country general store, a place with a post office. And, you know, you've got a it's it's such a small community here in Exeter. And, um, you know, in country towns, there's a limited amount of shops, a limited mm-hmm. amount of places. And it's that sort of idea of, you know, everyone knows everyone's name yeah. and you can come in and you say, oh, hi, Lauren. Hi, Craig. How you yeah. going? You know, have a seat. And you're not rushed you, you can sit there you can have your coffee you can come in the afternoon and have your scones and you know there's people that bring the dogs here like yeah. you were saying winky out the front <laughs> yeah. when we were shooting the photos was uh you know he we were taking his spot out. <laughs> yeah and he didn't know what to do because yeah. we were taking his little spot out there and, and it's that type of yeah it's that type of thing that sort of speaks to the country general store and cafe yeah. philosophy you know yeah. definitely it's it's why we moved here really is that mm that whole community mm-hmm. um and you know we're very lucky that we're such a mass we play such a massive role yeah in it that's great so. and you it was eight years ago did you say that you started this yeah. place yeah yeah where'd you move from canberra yeah yeah and so it was tree change basically or what uh, no partly it was um it was really two things the first was that we wanted to try a hand at running a business yep and sort of do our own thing together and so uh, Lauren had originally come from Exeter mm-hmm. um, and when we were visiting her parents up here um, we saw this place for sale and yeah. Um, thought yeah we'll give that a shot wow. and um, and the second was really that because Lauren had spent a number of years growing up here um, she knew what it was like up here and you know that it w- was such a great place and so we thought, you know, we're going to start to have a family and wouldn't this be a great place to, to bring up the kids? And mm-hmm. so they, they were really the two, um, the two sides to it, yeah. Yeah, great. So, we, you know, really, I guess to answer your question in some ways, would we be trying to run a place like this in Parramatta? The answer is no. Yeah. No. It's, it's definitely not the same mm-hmm. um, for us. And, yeah. I mean, obviously running a business has its ups and its downs and... You guys are open seven days, aren't you, as well? Yeah. So it is a lot of work. Have you sort of managed to achieve, you know, having a young family, that work-life balance that people look for when coming to a place like this? And I, I think I think we have done a very good job of that, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I've worked through hospitality all the way through uni and, and a lot of... So a lot of operators just work consistently and not spend time with their family and then get to a point where you want to and you can't because they've moved on the kids have grown up and they don't want to hang out with mum and dad anymore so (laughs) it's been nice to be here um you know when our kids are young enough and be at a point where we can actually we've got really good staff um and we can leave it um seven days a week is obviously a challenge at the start and we work long hours at the start but now 
really, um, you know, we can go on holidays and we do go on holidays and we don't work weekends and um, so much anymore, which is is nice. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's been a it's been a long road though. It As has any, been anyone a long that road. has run a business yeah. knows it doesn't like it. Just takes, I think, a a big our big focus has been on making sure that this place doesn't rely on us at all. Yeah, um, and we'll always be involved, and we love being involved. But it, it's just when we started, um, you know, if I wasn't here by six a.m. to start setting everything up, then the place didn't happen. Yeah. Um, whereas now, um, you know, we've got really great people that are in roles to, to sort all that out. And, and um, good procedures. And uh, Yeah, and we've got the systems, um, you You're know. You're a systems guy, Craig. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, so I think that's that's definitely helped, um, you know, and, and definitely there's some, there's some trade-offs with some of that. Um, but you've just got to work out, you know, what, what things you're going to do hands-on and yep. then the other things that you're going to, you know get some help with mm. and I think maybe being in a small community is have you found it easier or harder to, to find these good staff that you can put your trust in um. look I think you know if you're in a if you're in a place where it's uh, like Sydney or even a uni town yeah you know there's plenty of young people to get as as waiters or baristas and <coughs> so I think to, to answer that um, I think we're very fortunate where we are because we know often we know the families of the people yeah. we're hiring, and we've we've watched them grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I think we recruit the person, not the skills. Yeah. Yeah. So you know our view is that you can teach people how to make coffee, but you can't change a personality. Mm-hmm. So if you if you recruit people. Um, you know that are that are friendly and and have a good attitude and and that sort of thing. It's much better way of doing it because mm. then you can teach them how to make coffee and sure. how to serve people and and do all that stuff. Yeah. So that's you know. great. And if I think that if you give people the level of responsibility and the ability to make decisions, and you are a place like yours that's the hub of a small community, they become invested in what you guys are doing and have a view to doing as good of a job as possible. Like you say, if you're in a town like Sydney or a uni town or something like that and you're just any other cafe where there's another one next door where they could probably get a job the next day if they lost their job yeah. um, and it wasn't that community and you were just recruiting people with skills, you wouldn't be able to find a team, yeah. pull together a team like you have. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. The, and they are a great team and they, they love hanging out together and, and that's really nice for us yeah. to, to watch that and be a part of that so you know it is it's lovely it's like a big family awesome (laughs) that's great um i guess i guess the only thing we haven't talked about yet is the food that you guys gave us today um Mm -hmm. to shoot for the book yeah um lauren if you could just tell us a bit about the first dish that you gave us the cheesecakes cheesecakes um i'm I have become a bit of a baker. Um, I haven't always been one, but I do a lot of occasion cakes and I play around with a lot of recipes. So, um, you know, cheesecakes in jars, anything in jars is popular these days um, because they just look so cute. Um, (laughs) But I, um, and they they sell very well here. Um, You can make any variation you like. It's really, you know, up to you really. You can muck around with toppings and all that sort of stuff. So, you know, sometimes I put rhubarb, um, sometimes 
lemon curd's always good because it's yeah. you know cuts through the sugar. Yeah, it's bloody delicious lemon <laughs> curd from the spoonful. <laughs> it's um it's it's a great lemon curd because it takes five minutes and you know it's fabulous. I do it in the microwave and I'm not afraid to admit that. Um, I do make another version of it, but this one is just so easy and it's so good. Why? Why not? <laughs> why not? Um, so it's yeah, and it's it's great, and it sells really well. You can make it gluten free, yeah. um, which I often do, either omitting the biscuits or you put a gluten free variety in. Yeah. Um, and they sell reasonably well because yeah. you know there's so many food allergies these days. Mm. So um, yeah, they they and they're fun. Yeah, and this one the topping was a blueberry compote. Blueberry compote um, yeah. and lemon curd and blueberry and lemon. You know, it's a great combination. Nice, so, nice crunchy biscuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I also make one that's cherries and white chocolate, which is also another great classic combo as well. Place. Yep. Yeah, perfect. Um, and the second one, obviously, get a lot of people in here for breakfast, and once again, following that line, just simple good food that you can come back to day after day. You want to tell us about yep. the other dish? Um, so the other dish is the smashed avocado, um, and that's been a staple on our breakfast menu for a long time. Um, mainly, we serve it in summer. Um, it comes off in winter just because it's not as popular because um, it is a cool cool dish. It's not a, a warm dish, um, but it's um, actually originated. You originated that one, actually. I think. Mm. So Craig had had a couple of sort of variations of it in other cafes and thought that it might go well on our menu. Yep. So we put it on, um, and it did, yep. and it's. Flies out the door. Yeah. <laughs> avocado yeah. is a real seller for me. I'd, yeah. I'll buy anything that has avocado. Yeah, on. and it's it's a simple one to put together again. Yeah, um, it's just a good alternative. And fresh to yeah to your traditional well, vegetarian as well. And, yes, yeah. and you know you've got beautifully poached local eggs and you know nice herbs through there. I, I assume things like the herbs and the dressing is all something that you can tinker with depending on the season as yeah. well. I guess. Yeah. yeah, it's it's one of those ones too that, you know, it's not as heavy as having, you know, your eggs and bacon and sausage and all that sort of stuff. So it's, yeah, it's a good summer alternative yeah. to a hot breakfast. Yeah. Beautiful. Do you want to tell us about anything else you've got on the menu? Do you, do you guys run specials or anything like that? So what we tend to do is, uh, I think in the early years, we, we tried a lot of different specials and... Uh, you know specials can be very intensive you're doing a lot of work and and um to to sort of come up with new things and different ingredients and what have you and we're a small kitchen as well so i think um partly because of where we where we were at that time and and the small kitchen etc we just found they weren't that they weren't that popular yeah um because people going to our staples yeah um you know though because they love them and um so what we tend to do now is for example, with our gourmet pies, is we have about a dozen different flavours of those pies. So we, instead of doing a, a completely different special, we'll rotate through those different flavours. Mm-hmm. And same with the quiches and and some of the other. And as we change the the meals for all the the gourmet sandwiches and things, we'll just change the ingredients of that same sort of product. Yeah. Um, same with the salads. Yeah, we've found that you know people aren't necessarily coming here for a completely unique culinary experience they're coming here because they they know it's consistent and uh, and I and think they're coming too for you know the unique experience of the store yeah itself mm-hmm. um, 
so yeah I think so long as we continue to provide um, a little bit of variety but good quality um, fresh produce and food then I think that's where we want to be great yeah and I I don't think people expect anything more from a place like this you know they they want to come in here and be able to find nice breakfast pies quiches nice pastries cheesecake you know those things Mm. done well at a place like this you know if you walk into a country town general store if you're on the way through and you you think you might pop off the highway or whatever it may be you're not expecting to find anything to out there so yeah and And i think the, the, the 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 balance there of course is that um over time you still got to keep lifting your game yeah like what what was good enough five years ago is now you know the 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 people's expectations about uh you know the quality of ingredients i think and and the way that it's the way it's prepared has changed Mm -hmm. and, and continues to evolve so it's not a it's not necessarily a static yeah concept you know, ten, 10 years ago, you would never have seen quinoa on a menu, whereas now, yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> so it's interesting. You wonder, you wonder, you know, what's the level of these things being a trend, and, and yeah. how long they can possibly stay yeah. for? You know, absolutely. <laughs> like, how much is quinoa gonna fade out eventually, or is yeah. it now like rice? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I hope it's I hope it's like rice because I like it. <laughs> yeah, I like it as well, and it's good uh, for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, well, that's you know, that's food trends for you. That's yeah. right. You know, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, guys. Thanks so much for being thanks, involved. Thanks, you know, thanks for having us today. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us for the podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Craig and Lauren from the Exeter General Store. They're great people. They do great food, and they've really built a great community in the Exeter Village. Uh, if you want to find out anything more about them, you can find them online at exetergeneralstore.com.au or you can visit Exeter General Store on Facebook or on Instagram. If you want to find out anything else about us, you can visit our website, quicksandfood.com. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at quicksandfood. And if you want any more of these podcasts, there's one to go with each recipe and producer feature in the Southern Highlands cookbook. So you can download them all for free at our website, quicksandfood.com. I hope you enjoyed this installment of the podcast and we'll see you again next time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.